Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new series in the Beautiful Souls podcast realm called Behind the Scenes of building the dream. So the reason that I have created this this year is each month I'm going to share a little bit about what it has actually been like behind the scenes of building this business that I'm building and impacting the humans that I'm impacting and making a difference that I'm intending to make and living this life where I um, have are in a beautiful relationship and I have these big dreams and desires to impact the world on a massive level. Um, and one of the things that I think happens on social media is we only see the external. We only see the good, the excitingness. And what I'm doing in these podcasts every month is I am a showing you guys what actually happened. Um, Also know that even though that I'm doing behind the scenes, I'm still not going to share everything of my life because some things just stay personal because they get to. (laughs) And that's just the way it is. I am going to be sharing stuff around me and what I've been processing, what's been coming up for me in my business and with my clients. I never share any intimate details of anything that goes on with my clients. Um... And I don't share intimate details of what goes on in kind of my personal life around my family and friends and stuff like that because they didn't agree to being on here and I did. But I still think that this is going to have a massive, um, a massive just maybe awareness or ahas or seeing what it's actually like for somebody to be doing this thing. And to be honest, guys, I'm actually really nervous right now, and I don't often get nervous for doing podcasts. I feel really vulnerable, um, and I feel kind of like, not. I don't even, I would say scared to share this, but it's not because I'm afraid of judgment or whatever. I don't know. It just feels really like, whew, okay. It feels a little bit scary. So I'm just going to put that out there um, first. So on the outside, you guys might have, if you don't already follow me on Instagram at Danielle Kettlewell underscore, um, definitely go and have a follow there because um, I share lots of what's kind of going on in our lives and what we have been up to in January 2023 has been huge. We were in Perth, Australia for um, the first couple weeks and then we traveled to New Zealand and I'm recording this right now 
for you guys in New Zealand. And on the outside, you guys might see that we're traveling and me and Luke are on the beach and hanging out with friends and all this time is great and having dinners and all this stuff and so much that I don't even share on social media. But behind the scenes, it's different and not like it's bad, but there's just not, I just don't share everything because I don't need to share everything, you know? And I think that there is this argument that social media needs to be more authentic and I do get that, but I also think that it's totally okay to just keep things close to your heart because things get to be close to your heart and you don't have to share everything with everyone. Um, But in this sense, the reason why I'm doing this is so that you guys can see what it's actually like. So for context, this has been my most successful month ever in my business. Um, while I've been traveling, while I've been hanging out with friends and going to weddings and being in cyclones <laughs> and being also in 35 degrees weather and launching a retreat and launching a program and holding a mastermind and a mini mind and so many different spaces. This has been my most successful month financially in my business ever thus far. And I want to share a couple things around that with you guys. And I actually knew that it would be because it was basically already on its way to being that. Um, Like I was it was projected, like project my stuff like that. And I don't share that because um, money is an amazing thing. And I'm so grateful um, for the abundance that I attract in my life. But it's also a reflection of what the capacity that I can hold. Um, And I know that I impact my clients lives and I know that I run my programs in such an integral way and hold my clients in such an integral way that I can openly and honestly share that I'm fucking proud of that. I'm really incredibly proud of that. It's three and a half years that I'm into this business and I am so proud of the level of finances that I'm able to hold, the level of like things that I'm able to hold with my clients, the level of programs that I'm able to hold. So that's in front of the scenes. That's what you guys get to see. Behind the scenes is a little bit different. And so I'm going to share a little bit chronologically um, because that's the best way that my brain um, can can understand it. So if we go back to the beginning of January, I it was, you know, obviously New Year's, New Year's Day. It was so nice to be around friends. I know last year, me and Luca, the previous year, me and Luca spent in Nelson, uh, British Columbia, which is a really cool town in, in BC in Canada. Uh, but we were by ourselves and we're like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool to just be with some really good friends? Um, it was still kind of weird COVID times then. It's crazy because I feel like that's all behind us. Um and uh, it, it was really nice. But one of the things that actually came up, I think it was like on the 2nd of January, there was basically something that I needed to bring up that a conversation that me and Luca needed to have that was really, really uncomfortable between the two of us. Um, and I was talking about it with a good friend of mine on the 1st of January. On the 2nd of January, it was just me and him. And we had this moment where we're walking the beach and I was like, I got to bring this up. Didn't want to. So much easier to like push it all down. But I knew that it was something that we needed to, I needed to say. And it was really triggering for the both of us. Um, The good thing is that we know how to kind of hold ourselves through those situations. And in hard conversations like that, there's things that can be brought up between the both of us. And I think this is kind of natural where both of us can feel hurt um, by maybe what the other person has said or um, what they're feeling. And we both can have this, like, it's just this go-to, not saying that we would do this, of just like, cool, I could just leave right now. I could just leave right now. Um, and that was 
hard, you know, both of us being able to sit in that. And one of the things that I've really so proud of myself that I developed and I take responsibility in my past relationship, I did not have this. I would go straight into the wounded feminine whenever stuff like this would come up. I would go straight into crying and like poor me and basically diminishing the other person's problem because I couldn't hold myself in that difficult moment. And one of the things that I've been really proud of is like, in conversations that me and Luca have that might have more friction, I'm able to hold myself in this space where I'm like, this is how I feel. And I'm going to own that I can feel this. I'm feeling this way. And I can also hold myself in that this is really hard right now. And you get to process your emotions. And I am, even though there's parts of me that want to run right now, that want to run away, I'm just going to hold myself and remember why we got together, remember our deep love that we have for each other and know that this is something that needs to be aired out and we get to be better for it. Whenever me and Luca have had like long, deep conversations about things in our relationship and dynamics and stuff like that that we need to work through, um, it has always made our relationship better. But we have to be willing to go to that uncomfortable place of both of us. And so I think that this, we started out this conversation like early in the, like in the morning and it, it was something that we were basically processing all day and something that I've really, it been, it's been a challenge for me, but been really important is that I know that Luca needs space when things are hard and things come up. I know that I need to fucking talk it out until I'm blue in the face. And there's a part of me that when I know that he needs space, there's an anxious attachment in me that thinks that if he needs to go for a walk by himself, that he's going to leave me. And I've had to hold myself in this knowing that I he gets to have space. That's okay. And I get to hold myself in the fact that he gets to walk away for a walk and I will still be okay. And I know that he's going to come back. That has been something that's been like really important for me to hold myself in because when I give him him that space, to do that it is it allows our relationship to thrive because that's just how he processes and so that was really hard on I think the 2nd of January but then it was so good like literally by the end of the day that even though we went walked through all of this friction there was such deeper love for each other such deeper appreciation and we were both so glad that we had this conversation because we were able to process it throughout the day and it felt like such a fucking relief and it changed this dynamic in our relationship. One of the things that's been really cool to see um, as I've moved in um, our relationship over the past few years is I didn't know that this was possible. I didn't know it was possible to fo- fall more in love with someone as the years go on. I didn't know it was possible for a relationship to get better than it was in the honeymoon period when you first met. That is like the states that we have in our relationship. There's ebbs and flows, but like there's still a deep, deep love and um, deep commitment and deep, I don't know, just excitement that we have with being with each other. But And, and it, it thrives more and more when we can own ourselves in our individuality and hold ourselves through those hard things. So that was really hard. I'm pretty sure I cried, but not in like a wounded feminine place, but just in a like... You know, this is how I felt. I think so. I can't remember. Um, but then we like literally it's gone. It's done. We moved on. It was it needed to happen. Both of us knew that. And then the next couple weeks of January were just super hectic. Like it was really, really, really hectic. I was launching Reclamation. I was holding lots of my clients in this really cool um, mystery offer container on Boxer that I was doing. I was um, supporting my... Uh, 
uh, supporting my mastermind clients. I was launching a mini mind. Like I, I was holding people in all these different spaces and I love that and I can hold that, but it was just really hectic with our personal life. So there, I was definitely feeling overwhelmed um, because not, okay, maybe not overwhelmed, just very full. And I felt like we're kind of in the space where it's like, I didn't have any downtime because we had lots of people that we wanted to see. And the reason that we actually went back to Perth that we weren't planning to is because a family member that really means a lot to Luca and I has been going through chemotherapy. And so we wanted to be with family during this time period while we could. And we just were driving a lot between family members. We, we were kind of staying far away from everyone. So it was like basically an hour to one family member in 45 minutes to another in opposite directions and um it was just a lot we were driving a lot we were quite full we were quite busy um and like there was part of me that just knew it was going to be like a seven to ten day period that was just going to be full on and then it would kind of chill out a little bit more so i'm really proud of myself and how i handled that um and because I really feel like I thrived in that, even though it was a lot and even though I definitely was tired, but I was in this space where um, I was like wanting to see friends and spend time with people. But I was also wanting to really deliver for my clients and I was also launching things and there was just a lot of things to hold. Um, and then we got to this space where um, we had to move out of where we we're staying and we were with a family member for a day and then we flew to New Zealand um, at, on a red eye. And <laughs> I hate red eyes. I need to stop booking red eyes for ourselves. Um, it was just like the best flight that we could basically get. And we were flying to New Zealand from Perth to New Zealand. So we flew to Melbourne um, and the Perth to Melbourne flight is probably the worst red eye I have ever done. I think that I did a red eye to Toronto before from Vancouver to Toronto. And Perth to Melbourne is worse because you leave at like 12 midnight and you arrive at like 3.30 in the morning Perth time. (laughs) But then it's 5 a.m. Melbourne time and you basically have to like go on with your day and you just feel like you've woken up as like a zombie and you're like working, walking to the airport. It's not even like five hours, like enough time to maybe even make sense of like amount of sleep. Uh, It was rough. It was really rough, but it was super cool because I bumped into some of my good friends um, who were just happened to be on the same flight and they were going to New Zealand to Auckland as well. Um, And so when we got to Auckland, we were like so, I was so exhausted, (laughs) so exhausted. Um, And we got into our Airbnb and um, oh my God, like it was of course, the Airbnb wasn't what we expected it to be. It basically wasn't what we paid for. And me and Luca were like so tired, like we could barely like give a fuck. Um, and I even said I was going to meet up with some of my friends that night because the reason why we went to Auckland is because one of my beautiful friends, um, my Olympic teammate, um, she was getting married in Auckland and she invited us last year. We've always wanted to go to New Zealand. And I was like, yes, of course, I'll be there. I love you so much. Like, I love weddings. I'm like crying thinking about it. (laughs) I love weddings. I love celebrating friends. I love traveling. It was just, we wanted to come to New Zealand. It was like everything aligned. Um, And so because um, it it was her wedding, like lots of my friends were meeting up um, and and coming to Auckland, which was really cool. So we met up with some of them on the Friday night, even though part of me was like so freaking exhausted. And then it was just like a really weird vibe. Like we found Auckland like really bizarre. I don't know. It was just like, it was kind of like the CBD. And I've been hurt hearing after like COVID, it's kind of been happening like that. The CBD was like super empty. And it, we were staying in like unintentionally. It wasn't even a sketchy area, but there was lots of sketchy people around. And I was just like, 
just kind of taking it in that was really bizarre um and luca had a crazy dream the first night they were in auckland almost feeling like the wow we're getting really into it (laughs) guys i had this feeling that it's like almost and i feel i am very i really feel when i get to places and lands and i get to some places that i've been to in the world and i feel like the native people on the land are not happy with how the land has been overtaken you know um as we know colonization around the world and there's a lot of people native people indigenous people first nations people around the world that have had basically their lands taken from them and sometimes when i go to certain spaces i feel the density of that and i really struggle to be in those spaces and i just felt with auckland it was really interesting it was kind of like crumbling like it was a weird energy there at first and it was also weird in our airbnb and it basically wasn't what we booked and they were trying to like say to us no this is what you booked and i was like the, the pictures are different <laughs> um and it would they just handled us really poorly and so it was a really weird luca had this really crazy dream the first night i actually was sleepwalking and i almost slept walked out of the front door of our our apartment that we're staying in instead of and, and as soon as i opened the door um like i woke up and i realized like where i was and and um yeah Luca had like a dream that like a spirit was calling like a person to the bathroom and I don't know it was really freaking weird um and that that first night was like really bizarre but then I feel like we cleared something from the room we like just made sure that we cleared the room and the energy felt so much better the next day and I went to my friend's wedding um and let me tell you it was so incredibly beautiful I like there's definitely parts of me that like being the center of attention I look not the center of attention I do like holding the space there is parts of me that like that and there's also parts of me that feel uncomfortable but there's also like literally a part of me that is like that is coach that is like best friend on the side that energy where I'm like I am so here to cheerlead you and I felt like it was like my personal responsibility to just like hold space for my friend that day um, and just be like, I love you. And I'm just I'm here for you. I'm just here to take in all of the love that I have for you, all the love that everyone has for you and just celebrate your love to your person. Um, and she was saying to me because I was like standing as she was walking down the aisle in the church, I was like crying. I was crying walking to the wedding because I was thinking about it. And one of the reasons that I just, I get so emotional when I think, uh, I think being at weddings is, you know, uh, she's a friend that I've known crazy, like almost 10 years. And the things that we had been through as teammates and as friends, um, over the past 10 years to get to the Olympics, the things that I know that she went through over the past 10 years, like the struggles that all of us had, like she was a good uh, quality group of girlfriends that I had that we were like living in Perth and we were like so broke and so tired and we were going after this Olympic dream. And, you know, now we're on the other side where we're all Olympians and she's getting married and she's like becoming, getting her PhD in sports psychology and she's just amazing. And I just felt like I was just so proud of her like I don't even know what's going to happen when I have my wedding at the end of 2023 I'm probably gonna just I don't even know but sometimes I find that I feel more for other people um when I'm in spaces like that I actually found we're going on a real tangent now I actually found that 
it was harder for me when I was competing to watch my teammates. So we would have lots of different events at competitions. So there would be like a duet event just with two and then there would be a team event and there would be all these different events. And so sometimes I'd watch my teammates like the duet swim and I had just, I had watched their routine for months and months and months and I would feel almost, it would be harder for me to watch them for than for me to compete myself because I don't know. I I just like could feel it more. But like when you're in it, you're just in the zone. I go into like athlete zone, you know. Um, And so I was like just literally crying like on and off all day on her wedding day. And she said to me that she couldn't look at me when she's walking down the aisle because she knew she would cry. And also like it's not about me. It's about her (laughs) getting married. So she doesn't need to look at me. Um, And it was just such a beautiful experience. We've been going to a couple weddings lately. And I love this period of life because um, I just love celebrating people. And I love love. And I love weddings. And I love meeting up with lots of people and lots of friends and and all and good food and celebration and all of that. And um, it was cool to watch her wedding and realize that, you know, mine like is in less than a year's time. And, um, hers was just incredible and it was just beautiful and we were in the most beautiful location and I was so glad I got to help out a little bit on the day and it was just really fun wholesome time around some good friends that I haven't had the opportunity to spend as much time with over the past couple years um and it was just fucking awesome (laughs) and I loved it I loved every part of it and so that was amazing and it was so beautiful to take that in and I know the day after the wedding we had me and Luke had basically said we're like we're not doing anything like because we had had two weeks literally where it was so full and we were just go 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 and we're like we're gonna just take Sunday and we're not gonna do anything at all (laughs) and um it was yeah it felt it felt really nice to to take that time off and um and then we started to I had to boss up and figure out my Airbnb stuff um and I met up with some friends we saw a little bit more of Auckland and then finally on a couple days after the wedding we left and we came down on the train to um, Papamoa, where I am recording this right now. And the cool thing that was had, has been amazing about being in, in New Zealand is um, Luca is pa- part Maori, um, so indigenous New Zealand, um, and his mom is full Maori. And one of the things he's been really doing in the past year is connecting with his heritage, heritage and his culture. And being like a fly on the wall to watching my the basic the basically the love of my life see that there is maori people everywhere there is maori like written everywhere like it's in english and then it's in maori and like there's such deep respect of the land and the the language and the culture here and seeing his like face light up like he is in disneyland like it was it's been such the most beautiful experience um you know one of our friends that we're staying with at the moment dane and libby who do similar work to ourselves they were asking me a couple days ago they're like what do you want to do when you're in new zealand and i was like honestly i came to new zealand for my friend for her wedding i came to see the friends we're staying with here dane and libby and i came for luca to connect to his heritage i'm like i don't fucking care i could just hang out with you guys the whole time (laughs) um 
and uh it's true like we really have part of us coming here is for Luca to really feel that connection to his heritage and to his land and it's been really fascinating it's something I've been contemplating as like a white woman is like I don't have that same like I've been to England when where my family is technically from like way 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 back like we're Australian but I feel more connection to Australia but I don't have that like these are my people you know, this is my land. I don't have that. And that's just been really an interesting thing that I've been navigating since I have been um, in in uh, like New Zealand. And, and it's been really, really fascinating. And, and amongst all of this, like while I'm going through all these feelings, I'm also holding Reclamation, um, which is my 10 week feminine empowerment program, which is just literally so beautiful. And what's been so cool about like holding that space behind the scenes is like I've really noticed a level up in myself in how I hold that space and how I deliver that material. I've had some kind of shifts and tweaks to the program um, so that I could sustainably hold it and support more people through it. And it's just been so cool to witness it to myself, but also challenging because when I do run that program, I go, I fucking go through it myself. And so that's been like a, a blessing and a challenge all in the same time. And because I was have been feeling, especially in the first few weeks of January, just this ability for, even though there was lots going on, I just had this ability to hold more and more. And instead of choosing over, overwhelm I chose to level up um and I've just been was witnessing this past month this level of mastery inside of me and and this energy within me to of me expanding my capacity to hold and to receive and so it makes so much sense that this has been like my best um, month financially um, in my business because it's like, oh, of course it makes sense. And a- another reason why it makes sense as well is because ex- like the things that I was sharing in previous podcasts of get, of get letting go of the waiting and I have another really good one um, coming up around basically like asking like, when is it going to happen? I remember asking a psychic, this was like three years ago. I was like, when is my business going to blow up? <laughs> Um, and you know, I need, I just needed to stop asking. And so it's like, do you know what it actually feels like to basically manifest like the largest amount of money this month thus far that I ever have in my life in one month? Um, it feels normal. It doesn't feel like my, my friend Libby was asking me the other day. She's like, celebrate. How does it feel? It's like, honestly, it feels normal. And this is exactly what I teach in my programs around manifestation, right? Like it's exciting and I'm I'm celebrating and I'm so proud of myself, but it's also normal because it's like, oh, of course, this is the trajectory that I have been walking on. So of course that this is happening. It all fucking makes sense, you know? Um, and that's just been really, really cool to witness inside of myself. Um, and another thing that actually happened, I forgot this part. This is a really, really big part uh, the day after. So two days after the wedding that we went to, me and Luca had this day where both of us kind of had a bit of a breakdown because we were just feeling, I think it was a combination of like the few days of travel and being a little less grounded, but we were just trying to figure out our next steps. And we were having conversations for like hours on the Monday of like what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go. And we were trying to plan all these things. And, you know, our intention when we set off in December 2022 was basically to continue traveling until we went to our retreat in May um, 2023 in Bali. And we we were trying to figure out our next moves. And both of us just kind of felt a little overwhelmed and nothing was really falling into place. And we finally had this moment of like, 
wow, what if we just go back to Canada? Like, what if we just go back to Canada for a couple months and then go back to our retreat? And that felt really good inside of us to just like really ground ourselves so we could continue to build and support and grow um, to our next level. Um, but that was a really fucking hard day. That was a really, really, really hard day. It must have been like the 16th of January. It was a day where like I had moments and me and Luca had moments of just like, I just want to give up. This is hard. This is hard, right? And what I explain to my clients when we have moments like this is like it gets to be hard in this moment. It gets to be shit in that moment, but it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't mean that you have to jump ship. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're on a wrong path. It just means that sometimes we have hard days and it felt like a really hard day at that moment. Um, and yeah, there was definitely this part in both of us where like sometimes me and Luca talk about like, oh, it would definitely be easier, quote unquote, to just get a regular job, to not feel like we have to make an impact on the world, to not share a gift with the world. It would definitely be easier. We would absolutely be taking less risk with our life. We would absolutely probably be getting less like criticism um, and judgment and all of the things. Um, and sometimes that option in our mind just feels easier. And that was like, one of the things when I, that comes up for me is I just allow myself to feel it, right? I'm just like, I'm just going to vent how I'm feeling in this moment. And if I have any clients that are listening, this doesn't mean that I don't love you. And this doesn't mean that, that I don't love the work that I do. I absolutely do. But both things can be true at the same time. We get to hold ourselves in polarity. I can fucking love what I do in every essence and also have moments where it's really hard and I feel like I want to quit. But the thing is, I don't quit, right? There's a very different conversation when someone quits and gives up than when someone thinks about it. Because, oh my God, when I was going to the Olympics, the amount of times I envisioned myself walking out of that pool and saying, not nah, fuck you, coach, this is too hard. <laughs> so many. The amount of times where I envisioned myself, we would do this thing where we'd swim 25 to 50 meters under the water, which is very hard, especially during a workout. And there were the amount of times where I envisioned myself coming up and breathing and I wanted to be like, fuck this, but then I didn't, right? It's okay for you to contemplate it. It's okay for you to play out the realities because I think that there's part of our shadow that needs it, but then it's actually not making that technical logistical decision, right? And so we allowed ourselves to kind of feel that and contemplate that. And we're like, you know what? We're just going to go back to Canada. And that feels really good for us. We booked our flights. Boom. It's happening. Okay. Oh, fucking K. We got this. We can do this. And it felt really good to make that decision. Because one of the things that I've noticed in myself is the hardest space to be in is indecision right? It's so much easier to be in decision. So, you know, that's probably something as you guys were watching, you probably would have never assumed that that was going on. But that was something that was really real for Luca and I that day and really triggering for us both. And then the next day we we drove down to Papamala, um, which was a three hour drive on the um, bus. Um, and it was just beautiful. And that decision in us felt so good, but we had to go through that hard thing. And then I felt so much shifts inside of myself. And then getting to a place where, you know, um, coming back with our friends that we met in Bali three years ago, I remember it was funny. I was talking to Libby, my girlfriend that we're staying with here. Um, we're like friends with both of them, Libby and Dane. And, Dane, and I, we were both saying like when we met each other three years ago, we were so intimidated by each other. And I was like, oh, my God, you're intimidated by me? I was intimidated by you. I was like, I can't even imagine being intimidating. 
Um, and it's so cool to see how far both of us have come in our work because as couples, we're both fully committed to this thing. And now I say fully committed. We're like five minutes ago where I was saying we were wanting to quit. Um, but it was really cool because they have grown so much and really like tapped into the New Zealand market. And, and she has just built her business to just this incredible place. And the visions that they have for their business is just incredible. And it felt so good. And it's felt so good over the past couple of weeks to be around friends um, that have similar intentions and goals and are legitimately cheering you on. Like their success is my success. Like she, Libby was saying to me, she was like, we have to celebrate your biggest month. And I was like, I forgot. Like I forgot about celebrating it. Even though I tell you guys about celebration, like I literally forgot. And and like they were so excited for me, right? There was no hint of jealousy, no hint of like, oh, well, why not me or whatever. And it's so cool at the moment to be living with friends that have this kind of same perspective on our dreams and our goals and and we've been doing something that I won't share because it's private um not like private like weird private just just we're just going to keep it to ourselves for now we've basically been doing something daily to uh, manifest our dreams in the quantum field since we've been together um and it's been really 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 cool to see the ripple effect of that and I think that has also been huge in my own personal transformation of my energy like living with friends like that but also like it's funny because I have this really cool life online where you might see me like going and traveling and doing these things and but like sometimes my day-to-day I love my day-to-day like I love my day-to-day I love serving my clients um and I love all the things and, and any clients listening like I literally I'm not lying when I say that I love my calls like I've gotten to a place where there's nothing that I don't look forward to in the, my call sense it's just the it's just the other parts that are hard sometimes um and um what was I saying Oh, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Our day to day isn't like super exciting. We're basically living the life that we lived in Vancouver in New Zealand and doing cool things like outside of our work hours. And I say work hours, not as like a restrictive thing, but just like we're really dedicated to building this business and building this dream of ours. Um, and so that's been really cool. Um, we like go into the gym and like go, go in on our calls and all four of us have different places in the house and we just like sit down and we do our calls and we do our thing. Um, and it's been really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, the crazy thing as well is we're also here. There's been this crazy cyclone in Auckland. Um, there's been insane floods in Auckland. Um, we're not in Auckland. We're three hours down from Auckland, but, um, it's just been raining. Like it's supposed to be the middle of summer right now. And, but for the past, like, I think it's like would be almost full, two full weeks that we're here in, in the whole month, if not more. It's just raining every day. Yeah, like I feel like I'm in Vancouver. It's weird. Um, so that's kind of been a bit of a bummer, but also been the gift in that is like, OK, cool. Like there's not a lot to do um, in the rain because everything so many things in summer in New Zealand are outdoor things. So we're like, OK, cool. Let's just like work and hang out and support our nervous systems and read and have really epic conversations and laugh together. And um, it's just been so nourishing to to be staying with um our friends Dane and Libby and I've just really been enjoying it um and even in that like I had a day the other day where life was just weird and hard and I found a little hedgehog on the side of the street and then the hedgehog died and it was really hard like um but overall January was like this big beautiful expansive incredible mess magical pot of beauty and joy and impact and I've really felt this shift in me lately of like wow the 
I'm using numbers as a representation of my personal growth. The numbers that I'm seeing in my life now are like what used to be huge is small, right? And what I used to see as such a big thing is small. And I can really feel this compound effect starting to happen in my life. Like I have this feeling, I have this prediction. This makes me really nervous to say. I have this prediction that even though this has been my biggest month yet, that it's going to be maybe one of my smallest of the year. Um because I'm just going to continue to grow, um, which feels really cool. <laughs> and I have some really, really cool things coming forward in the next couple months. So definitely keep your eyes peeled. I have a free workshop coming. I'm running the second round of my mastermind, which is just like going to be epic. And like what the uh, the level that I serve is just like incredible I have a really cool little new mini program coming forward that is just fucking epic that you're gonna want to get your fucking butt in and making it really accessible for you guys and then we have a retreat um so there's all these things that are so freaking cool that I'm so excited about over the next couple months and I'm so excited to serve humans at a different level and continue to attract new beautiful humans into my life and yeah, it's just going to be it's it's going to be epic. Um, so but this is a little bit of behind the scenes of what it's actually been like over my past month. Um, the good, the bad, the beautiful and the ugly, the ups and downs, the hard moments, the times when we wanted to give up um, the times where uh, it's gotten easier and things have just come into our life. And um, I'm expanding at this like crazy, powerful rate. And we're spending time with friends and Luke is connecting with his culture and things feel full. And like, it's just everything. This is life, right? This is life. What you see is one part of my life in a small snippet, maybe on TikTok or Instagram or social media. But like, even this is only a small portion of everything. And so my reason for sharing this with you guys is for you to know what it really is like as I'm building this life and traveling the world and and doing this thing and what it actually feels like because sometimes um I think it's important to know that you're not alone it's okay to have days when you feel like you want to give up it's okay to have days when it's hard tap into support remember who you are connect with your vision and keep fucking going so I'm really excited for February it's literally February 1st in New Zealand at the moment um and I am just about to pull the winner of this month's DK play so give me a moment and we're going to dive into that. The one who hears their name called, please send me a message on Instagram and I have a group of prizes that you can choose from um, that uh, you can choose any of them. It's everything from money to um, a book to a mystery prize to a coaching call to percent off any program you want. Um, and lots of things. So um, I'm going to pull that now and make sure you DM me. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, definitely participate in DK Play this month. I'm putting a keyword in one of my podcasts for the month. Um, and when you hear it, you can send me a message. If you have ever wanted to be in any program of mine, if you have ever wanted to receive money, like guys, I'm making this so accessible and so easy for you. I don't want you to miss out. Seriously, seriously participate because like all you're going to get from it is listening to epic podcasts and then getting a keyword and then you have a very high chance of winning. Like, come on. You can't win more than twice in a year. That's fair. Okay, if you want to know what DK Playfully is, go and listen to episode 104, but let's pull it now, baby. Oh, mon dieu! It is done.
the random winner of this month of January DK Play is Miss Zoe. You know who you are when you listen to this podcast. Definitely send me a message and I will send you a list of the things that you can pick from and we can go from there. Make sure you participate in next month's month's DK Play. It is a good little word that is coming out, but I'm not going to tell you when it is. So you're going to have to listen to all the podcasts for the month. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, let me know and I'll see you next time. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.